Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Weekly Cooldown. It is, of course, me, your host, Kami Jace, for another edition. It's episode 21. Uh, it is April 8th. Welcome to the show. Um, in case you didn't know, last week was our uh, first live show, first live show on Twitch. And it was a lot of fun. And I think Paul and Austin had a lot of fun when they were on. Um, I've decided to do a live show every five episodes. Um, so our next live show will actually be May 12th, not May 5th, because I will not be here for Cinco de Mayo, um, where I will be, hopefully not in a ditch. Um, so we got a lot to talk about this week. Um, there is the Spyro trilogy, uh, Shadow War, Shadow of War, Middle Earth, that thing is, has some stuff going on, uh, some microtransaction things going on. Uh, Overwatch, of course, it would not be this show without Overwatch. Um, Twitch uh, has clarified their community guidelines. We'll talk about that. And we'll talk about some anti-swatting bills being passed in Kansas. But first, before all of that stuff, I've got two friends here. Two friends who need to introduce themselves. And we're going to start with, uh, eeny, meeny, you, the giggle. <laughs> hey, hi, uh, I'm Nika. Oh, not so good at the, the self-promotion and things like that. But um, I'm a creative streamer on Twitch. <laughs> Uh, at the moment, mostly every Friday, I do a, a portrait giveaway stream on Final Fantasy XIV. So get a bunch of people in, raffle off portraits, draw them live, uh, have good conversations, have a pretty good time. It gets a little interesting. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's good. That's that's my thing. That's the thing that I'm doing right now. And uh, it's I need rad. to. I need to bother you to draw my dude. <laughs> well, they do take commissions, so. Yeah, I love I love art of my boy, man. I gotta get <laughs> I gotta get some art of my boy going soon. It's a lot um, of fun. Yeah, I've actually been on your stream a few times. It's it's nice. It's like a chill time. It's cool. I like it. You must have been there early. <laughs> well, yes. Usually I get there early, and then I like listen to your music and like i pop in every now and then i'm like oh look at that that looks cool and, I'm, so and then i go like, play overwatch <laughs> <laughs> it gets a little more rowdy the later it goes uh i have okay. i have many co-hosts just because i can't focus on drawing and also carry a conversation at the same time that's fair so yeah, that's i keep a, a rotating door of co-hosts because my stream has a tendency to last minimum eight hours up Ooh, until 12 oh, hours. These are long oh So I only stream once a week because they are long sessions. Like, yeah, I this, bet. Not last night. Last night was 10. The week before, it was a 5 a, <laughs> or five p.m. to 5 a.m. session. Oh, my goodness. Where were you? Long, long really, well, b b before we get into <laughs> the rest of it there, you there talking in the background, why don't you, uh, why don't you introduce yourself? <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm uh, Rice Patties. I do uh, gameplay videos just uh, for now on my YouTube channel. Uh, that's about it. I used to stream on Afrika, but then I started school, so I haven't been able to do that. Um, I mean, I've been playing... I play a variety of games, so I mean, um, was it? Some of the stuff I have right now on my channel is mostly uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. And then we mm -hmm. started playing uh, Alien Isolation. And after uploading two videos, we, we still have yet to meet the alien in the game. Wow. <laughs> so wow. either we're doing something right or we just don't know what we're doing at all doing something right or doing something terribly wrong are you sure you're playing alien yeah like we're going through the motions we're climbing through the map and it just seems like we never bump into the alien at all i mean we bump into people and then they just disappear and it makes no sense the way that they're running because the one guy hides in the corner and he'll just run by the the doorway but it's like why why would he just do that <laughs> what would he hide in the corner in the first place Right. Well, welcome to the show, guys. How, how's it? Uh, Thank how's you it for having us. Yeah, it's a pretty good. Well, I mean, it's a cloudy Saturday, but I mean, it's not bad. It's cold. Yeah, I'm cold. <laughs> unexpected snow the last couple of days. I am yeah. incredibly envious. Oh, you want snow? Uh, no, I want snow. Want. I always want snow. Um, I'm from New York, but I live in Washington State now. And oh. 
No, we don't. We don't get snow. We get like a dusting once, mm. like once a year. But... That sounds nice. No. See, it's 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 sad here. We get like all four seasons in a matter of like one week. Yeah, it might. <laughs> Will it snow in summer this year? Who knows? <laughs> right? Find oh out. <laughs> Um, so let's uh, kind of jump into it. But since you guys are new, I do kind of want to indoctrinate you into the whole experience. So normally, I, <laughs> Nora at, normally oh I ask, uh, um, you know, what have you guys been playing this week? But I think we're going to change it up a little bit and ask um, something a little more interesting. Um, oh, it's one of those so, shows. <laughs> so, what? Is, uh, let's talk about video game duos because everyone has their favorite uh, pair of heroes and/or villains who they really enjoy in video games. Um, and I, I don't think we're any different. I hope not. So, let's start with Nika. What is a really kind of fun video game duo or any kind of video game duo that you enjoy? Hmm. So, we're talking just any any duo plus minus five. Yeah, you know, Chris and Jill, Banjo and Kazooie, um, you know, the duos Sonic and Tails? I mean, knuckles and knuckles. <laughs> Just they all knuckles the all the time. <laughs> they know the way. <laughs> I am a, a classic uh, 3D platformer player. So Jack and Daxter, Ratchet and Clank. Ooh. I do love those, especially Ratchet and Clank, which I feel the writing for that series is just absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Comedy is always on point, and so that's really good. Also, because huge monster hunter nerd, you'd be like, you're Hunter and you're Palico? Because that is also a great combination oh, to me. Great choice. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, go ahead, Rice Patties. Uh, for me, honestly, like, first, like, first time I started playing video games was, like, the PS1 era. So the first real actual duel I was really into was uh, Final Fantasy VIII was when it came out. The hmm. Renoa and Squall. I'm like, I would consider okay. that's my oh, favorite duel. Yeah, you, you got like yeah. support and damage at the same time. You don't really need a tank. It's perfect. Perfect. Mm -hmm. No, I agree. I like that. I like. I wasn't expecting that answer. If I'm honest, <laughs> I really enjoy that. It's because it's like you know, you've got the mechanic side to it, and there's also like the story romantic elements. Yes. I like. It. I like it. Very good. Very good. Very good. Well then, let's jump into the news, of course, uh, starting with Spyro, speaking of PS1. A Spyro trilogy has been announced for Xbox One and PS4. Activision has noticed the success of the Crash Bandicoot remaster and has uh, announced a Spyro remaster called Spyro Reignited. The game will feature updated versions of the three Spyro games, Spyro the Dragon, Spyro 2 Ripto's Rage, and Spyro Year of the Dragon, released in 2000. Uh, Reignited will release on September 21st and is to be priced at $40 in the United States. <clears throat> so it's a cheap-ish uh, <laughs> game Boy. to kind of kind of relive your nostalgia years if you grew up in Spyro. I, I think it's a fair price. Most of us did. Yeah, no, I do too. I mean, for a remaster. Yeah. Um, of I three. think I would be happier with a little bit cheaper. Uh, these are some some older games but sure, at the same sure. time they are completely redoing it from the ground up so it's not just yes. putting a filter over the top or just running it through a new engine to like clean it up they're definitely redoing environments or redoing the cinematics they actually redesigned some of the characters to give them a little extra uh, mm -hmm. so in that sense they even redesigned some of the enemies if you've seen mm -hmm. uh, videos of like side by side comparisons where they have like you know some old wizard enemy I saw that who just kind of yeah he's just kind of dressed in some brown robes but then in the in the remaster he's like decked out yeah he's like, definitely uh, only to be killed later by Spyro but you know <laughs> I but was, in that uh, moment I, he achieved true right. glory I I was actually more surprised I didn't know that the voice actor for Spyro the whole time was uh, Tom Kenny. SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. That's so... Yes. That was bizarre. 
That was really bizarre. At least for for the two, not the first game, but the the other two. And that now, he's mm -hmm. returning, I believe, to yeah. redo that. Now, now I want to see uh, somebody come up with like a mod to change Spiral's voice to sound more like SpongeBob. If hundred <laughs> percent, if it comes to PC, yeah, if it comes to PC, it'll definitely happen. Yeah, Either that, that or like, or SpongeBob will suddenly be breathing fire yep. on the screens. <laughs> it'll happen. Throwing Krabby Patties at people. <laughs> right. It'll definitely happen. I'm, um, I'm definitely super excited about this. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, I've been gamer dipshit my entire life, but there was that little bit of a break, and so I'm like, I'm old as balls. <laughs> so like, <laughs> the government. So um, I, had, I had taken a little bit of a break, and I, I remember being in high school, and this was when PS1 was like newer. And I went over to a sure. friend's house, and he had a demo in the PS1, and I was like, ooh, like new tech, I haven't seen this before, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna play it. <laughs> so the, the demo was Siphon Filter 2, and Spyro 2, and some other things. Ooh, and so I, Filter. Mm -hmm, and so yeah. I, I played a little bit of both of those things, and I'm, oh my god, I need this, I need this. I went home, like, I grabbed all of the gaming shit that I had from <laughs> <laughs> game gear like sprint right down to game it all in yep this is like take it all <laughs> and i still had to pay the money obviously because they gave me nothing for it but right so the first games i bought were ripto's rage and siphon filter 2 and so wow. for me like the, the spyro is is the part of my rebirth into gaming my aggressive nice. appetite for gaming so to yeah. be able to like replace and I went back and played one and then when three came out I was like, Oh hell yeah. And then and then it tanked aggressively from there and I thought that the what was it? It was like the butterfly one for PS2. No, not the butterfly, the dragonfly one for PS2. Dragonfly. I didn't even play it. I know I, I know can't what you're talking what about. It's called, but I that was like my first PS2 game. And I remember having a really good time with that one, and then it started turning into Skylanders, and I was like, "None of this for me, thanks." I want to see on Game Advance. I played whatever that, and I'm like, "Oh, that was kind of not great." I did actually yeah. buy Skylanders. I'm like, "Okay, I little dragons, you, get, you got me. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna pay for it. <laughs> you know your audience, and I'm your audience." Right. But. If the game had just been better, and it really didn't need to be a lot better, it could have just mm -hmm. been like a Diablo crawl, like just kill shit, get loot, and I would have been all in. But it just, it was a little yeah. too kitty, and I understand as an adult woman saying, like, oh, it's too kitty. No shit, it wasn't for you. But it's still just, it could be a little bit better, and I would have been the person that had every single one of these little figures <laughs> all in. Right. I'm a little yeah. worried that. The people who made the Skylanders game are the people who are handling the remake. And it, it did right. look pretty. I do not remember. I mean, it, time, time will tell. Looks, time will tell. Yeah, I, I think that even if they're handling the remake, I think they're just handling how it looks. The models looks. and whatnot. Basically the, right. the top stuff. It does say enhanced rewards and, and updated controls and things like that. But those were certainly not the problems of Skyrim. Or not Skyrim. Right, that would make sense. Yeah, that has to exist. That would be cool. <laughs> have, um, have you that guys must already be out there? Have you guys checked out the Easter egg because of the this remake? Did you guys check out the Easter egg in Crash yet? So I have not. I have never played Crash Bandicoot. Minus mm, I don't um, Uncharted Four is very strange. Like, hey, at least it down the place. So, so. In, in the remake they came out with, um, because of the remake for Spyro, uh, apparently if you're at the Crash Bandicoot Three warp title screen, and you press up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, it queues up the actual trailer for uh, Spyro. That's awesome. Is this a recent change? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so oh. It just came out recent for it, and that's awesome. That's I, really my my, uh, my 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 wife plays the game a lot, so I've yet to see her do the Easter egg. But because I've been hogging hogging the PS4 lately, but uh, gotcha. I, I got a letter. I want. I do want to check it out though. So it, that's definitely very reminiscent of 
uh, things you would do with your PS1 where you, for what limited online access we had, <laughs> go to a forum, look up a cheat code or something, mm -hmm. and then do the cheat code to see whatever happened. And so now they've put this in there just to promote Spyro. That's cute. I, I like think it. it's great. What remakes do we think are on the way or do we want to see? Well, I mean, I know the really popular ones, Final Fantasy VII. Everyone's talking about that. Sure. That's... We we actually spoke about that on the podcast ah. not too long ago. That's on its way. Um, I don't know. I want to see, like, Donkey Kong 64 remake. <laughs> and I've said this before, but I really want to see Donkey... Or... Maybe not even a Donkey Kong 64 remake. Maybe just a sequel. Because that was a really good Donkey Kong adventure game. It was it was just... I don't know. I just thought it was really cool. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, so I didn't own an N64 in the time in which it was relevant to do so. And then I was dating someone who had one. And I tried to play that game. And I, I literally could not. I couldn't go. What? I couldn't so go good. back to that awful, oh. awkward oh, the, the bad graphics. It is, it is too bad. <laughs> and That's one of my favorite things to do. It hurts I, my eyes now when I see those things. I have, I have no what idea what I'm that? looking at. I'm like, what is this? What is that? What am I? Like, I, I have no I idea. It's like a circle and a triangle, but it just doesn't make sense why those things would fly around in space. It's, <laughs> that makes me It's sad. so much easier to go back to sprite-based graphics. So That's NES and, That's and SNES, like, easy. Easy to go back to those. But not, That's a mood. not that awkward <laughs> start of the 3D movement. It's I get you. <laughs> Even games That's that I fair. loved, and, and I have a huge list of PS1 and PS2 games that I loved, and some of them, there's no going back, sadly. You know, mm -hmm. you know what I would um, like to remake of uh, Time Splitters? You guys remember that game? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. My favorite, that was a good one. My favorite is playing the uh, Infected. And camp on one uh, that one map of the bridge, and just just sit there forever until like fifty <laughs> of them showed up, and then it's like fuck fest. I feel like if they remake that game, they'll change a lot. Though. Uh, that's the thing that sucks, though. Like remakes, they always have to change something. A remaster. Yeah, re I mean, which is like, why would you fix something that's not broken? Not? Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. People, I don't know. It's kind of like um, Dark Souls. The re uh, the remastering Dark Souls. Why? I don't feel apparently like it's a popular game to do, but, but but they're doing it. Not that I'm not gonna yeah, play it. I'm absolutely going to. But that, that's like a heap of misery. <laughs> it's, it's it's just not. I don't think it's, it's old, enough old enough to remaster. No, it's coming. It's know. coming. Maybe there's... it's coming out in May that I know mm -hmm. of. May twenty fifth, I believe. Yeah, somewhere around there. I mean, they... I guess it's not. There's no criteria for how old a game has to be to remaster it. But like, at the same that's, time, that's like... a criteria. Two thousand nine. Yeah, that's come on. That's not, no, old enough it, to not remaster. even a decade. Come on. That's well, be apparently, people that. enjoyed Dark Souls more than the second or third game that came out. Eh, I don't know. No, I don't really. I, I haven't played the first one nor Demon Souls. But I've played, I've played third one, and the third one is just scares the shit out of me. I tried. I've played like an hour of Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah, I like. I can't. I just can't do it. It's hard, and that's all I need. I to remember going up to like the first boss and just freaking out. Like, what do I do? What? Why? Why do I need to hit him? Like, he has more health than I do. Like, I just want to run away. <laughs> While I was in college, I rented Demon Souls when it was. Uh, not like Redbox Gamefly. Gamefly had a box mm. in the common of my university, which is a terrible idea. That's, yeah, no, it's it sounds cool. cool though. <laughs> it's a terrible thing. So instead of going to class, Fair. I played games. Uh, <laughs> that's why it's horrible. <laughs> and so I got Demon Souls because I'm like, okay, I, I hated the controls so much. I. I 10 minutes of that game that that is all that i could do and that and that oh. was like nope not gonna not dark souls one not dark souls two and then finally three came out and i'm like 
it kind of looks cool. Maybe I'll play it. And so I get to the very first boss, and I'm like, fuck this game, fuck this game, fuck this game. Fuck oh, this game. Gundir? Like, no. Yeah, yeah, that guy. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm not going to give up on this. I'm not going to be the person that's like, oh, no, too hard, because that's not me. And so like, I push through it. I push through it. And for the first five-ish hours of the game, I literally was forcing myself to play it. And then when I stopped playing it, I'd be like, man, you know what I could go for? More of that Dark Souls shit. <laughs> and so Aww. it's, it's, it's in me now. And so now I think about the, the way that it made me feel, the the aesthetic, because all the aesthetic is like right up in my crevices, particularly Bloodborne. What a strange thing. <laughs> you got, um, have you checked, have you played the uh, DLC for Dark Souls 3 yet? I have not because my PS4 oh. died and I had to get oh, another one. But... Oh, no, the, um, <laughs> the Ring at City, the, the last one that came out with, has this really bad boss. It took me, swear to God, about eight hours straight just to beat this, this one dragon. <laughs> and it was so frustrating. Was every time I would get so close, and it just, oh, out of nowhere, it just flies right on top of me and just crushes me and my hopes and dreams along with it. <laughs> I mean, that's bad. fair. That's fair. I, I'm a fan so of that, of the <laughs> brutal difficulty measured combat being patient yeah. reading your enemy those are things that very much appeal to me yeah but mechanically well then you might like <laughs> the next game we're gonna talk you about uh middle of earth shadow of war it didn't, Ooh, it didn't catch me game. at all um well, the, the first one was great and i mean it was a struggle but until you figured out like the cheap way of playing the game which is basically the mash well, we... the triangle and circle button or the uh, Y and B button on the Xbox. Well, we do have some cool news coming from Monolith Productions, the uh, producers of the game. Um, in a post on the WB Games forum, Monolith Productions says that there are plans for a series of free updates coming to the Middle Earth game. In particular, the removal of gold and war chests, as well as uh, a removal of the in-game market completely from Yay. the game. Um, Monolith says that the game will also be seeing more narrative elements and updates that will streamline the gameplay for a better experience. Um, all these updates are planned to launch on July 17th. This is just this so, is just their way of saying I'm sorry that we put up with microtransactions. This is our way of <laughs> But I also think that they were it, it seems to me from the from the articles that are coming out and also from uh what Monolith is saying that they wanted to make something a little more story driven and fun uh for a single player video game um but what they ended up doing was trying to turn it into a a cash cow and it didn't necessarily work or and also it didn't work to drive the narrative either it's supposed to be this kind of uh tailored single player experience where you're you know making an orc army and all this cool stuff but instead you're worried about getting the very best from loot boxes and all those kinds of things like it it doesn't feel good yeah i mean microtransactions are bad to begin with but i mean there's so many games that still have them but i don't personally it's, mind it's always them, a temptation but it it really depends on what the content is so i'm, sure. I'm perfectly right. fine with glamour items cosmetic items go nuts don't care yeah, yeah. Um, make money however you can make money but in the case of um, Shadow of War. It's, that is what we're talking about. Right? <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah, like, so like you think Shadow of Mortar, but obviously no. But I guess, but like no. Um, they took the part of the game that was fun of, of you know finding, like tracking and recruiting these orcs and being like, yeah, but you just pay to do it. It's like, oh, cool. Then why? What is the game? Yeah. It's, it's like they forgot or didn't realize what the fun part of the game was or what the incentivizing part of the game was. They're like, oh, you can skip it. It's like, well, then mm -hmm. what am I playing yeah. it for? And for me, this being like, oh, microtransactions, right. we're going to take them out. Too little, too late. No one cares about your game now. Yeah. Right. And yeah. It's a like you bit. need that cash but, grab. I mean, and the backlash um, against microtransactions has been so. <clears throat> huge that now yeah. now you're like oh no, no right. uh, I'm sorry uh, I take it back it's too late 
Too late, man. Don't even waste the time. Make another game. What? What? <laughs> well, maybe. What I else? think they might be able to bring it back once July hits. Maybe uh, some people will have some renewed interest in it. I definitely want to check it out now that they're removing that. Because before, I wanted to yes. try it, but because of the microtransaction shenanigan, I've stepped away from it. Oh, there's always right. new stuff coming out on the horizon. There's always the next game that you want to play. And I feel like in a situation yeah. like this, mm-hmm. you're going to be like, mm, I'm going to go back and play this game or this new game that I've been waiting for. It's always going to be the new game. It's always going to be the next new hotness. And... You're probably not going to go back. Some people definitely will go back. Maybe yeah, it is just But you're not going to have the um, the outcome that they're going to want. If Because if they had started they, yeah, without they, the microtransactions, they would have had a good, strong launch, comparatively. Exactly. And now right. you're not going to do that. They, they, probably won't see, they probably won't see a second no. jump uh, as they did when it was But it might be enough to launched. save reputation. But they I mean, might, I mean, that, I mean they might right. jump in the beginning, but then um, I feel like it's, it's kind of like the Bills. They do really good in the beginning, and then they just completely slide right up. Bills on this podcast. Sound <laughs> like a sport? So. <laughs> Is that like a sport? A uh, sport? Sport sports ball? Kind of sports uh, thing? Sport? <laughs> it's like they're called like gangs, teams, teams. It's like a team, right? You have to know about sports, esports. <laughs> I was saying on the last episode that we definitely need a Buffalo esports team. Oh, I would love to uh, love to represent Buffalo. I will not represent. <laughs> I will not watch, <laughs> and that will be enough. <laughs> I will not play on any Buffalo team, but I will gladly watch and support. <laughs> I I, I kind of know why 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 I, I kind of know why. <laughs> I just look. Buffalo has a terrible reputation Salt. for. <laughs> well, they have a they have a terrible reputation for winning any game. Uh, ever. Oh. They have a great reputation for fans. Uh, their fans are some of the best in the world, and I'm I would be more than happy to represent as a fan. Uh, the Buffalo esports team, especially if it's Overwatch. I oh. like Overwatch a lot. Overwatch is fun. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, speaking speaking of, of, I actually know nothing about Overwatch. Uh, I... What? Oh, Ooh, okay. so then me and Rice Patty's are going to talk about Overwatch. I'm excited. I'm excited about this. Uh, Nika, if you, if you ever want to, like, watch... I, I play Overwatch like every day, and uh, actually, I play with a lot of Final Fantasy fourteen people. Um, so, you know, that might be cool for you because we're all Possibly. fourteen buddies. It has it has never appealed to me too much. I'm definitely more of a a co op person than a versus person. That's fair. So more That's PVE fair. than mm-hmm. than PVP. Well then, listen to this news. The Overwatch <laughs> PvE mission that we spoke about last week on this show, actually, is coming uh, to the Overwatch. Um, alongside the Uprising mission, we are also getting a new seasonal mission named Retribution, which follows Reaper, Genji, Moira, and Mikri on a Blackwatch strike mission in Italy. The Italy-based map is called Rialto, and players will face the forces of Talon during the PvE event. Uh, additionally, additionally, excuse me, there will be a PvP version of Rialto, but it will have to make its way through the public test region first. So don't be too excited like I was. Um, before um, before we talk more about it, Retribution does run uh, from April 10th to the 30th, and of course, we'll bring back those Uprising skins that you may have missed last year. Um, so I'm really excited about this. I love the PvE events. They're oh, really yeah. fun. I love the one that, uh, that had the robots in it. So I'm... I'm... Yeah, that's Uprising yeah, well, from last yeah, year. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> but no, when, when I first found out about this, I thought it was like happening now, so I jumped on, and then I'm like, where'd it go? And then I realized at the end, I'm like, I'm done the tents, and I'm like, oh, that's okay. Yeah, they've been, uh, they've been teasing a lot of new skins that are going to come out too and I'm a Hanzo main not afraid to admit it have admit it like on half of these episodes 
Um, and they gave Hanzo like this really dapper looking skin, and I'm so I'm so here for it. I'm really here for it. Um, uh, so the PVE events actually people are trying to keep in the game for good. Um, they, they think should. that it's yeah, it, it's a lot of fun. They think that it appeals to um, a certain player base who just kind of wants to have fun with yeah. their friends or who wants to try and get loot boxes in a different way rather than just yeah. doing PvP mm-hmm. stuff all the time. Um, it's, a, it's a great way to yeah. warm up before an actual PvP match or it's a great way to cool down when you've been losing right. like five straight matches in a row like some some of us do. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, there will be the option to play with a uh, not just the four um people from Blackwatch, that is Reaper, Genji, Moira, and McCree, but you can also just make up your own team as well, so it's a good way to get some practice in against, like, some PvE bots and stuff like that. Um, it's it's gonna be fun. I'm really excited. April 10th cannot come I'm sooner, excited. and uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm here for it. Wrap out of it. In, in additional Overwatch news, uh, Jeff Kaplan and Blizzard says that they're working on efforts to address toxicity in Overwatch. We've talked about this multiple times on this podcast before. Uh, Jeff says that they have been trying to, quote, teach our games what toxic language is. That is, they're trying to kind of teach an AI um, how to respond to toxicity so basically we don't have to go and report them i feel like um he says quote our goal is to get it so that you don't have to wait for a report to happen <clears throat> so it's i, I, I don't know I, it's kind of it, weird and, unless they do like they take a long time in figuring out how to like build the right algorithm this is going to backfire a lot. Because mm-hmm. you have a lot of people out there that and, play with friends that use racial slurs on a regular basis. Right. It's going to be like right, differentiating right, right. Um, between like, is he actually insulting the person or is he kind of joking around or is it actually acceptable or not? Jeff Kaplan actually touched on that. He said that um, he does recognize that people are kind of cussing at each other, you know, on a f- fun, regular basis. Um even in game so they are trying to figure out what's toxic and what's just for fun um but it is kind of questionable um at least to me because he also says that he wants to get the ai to be sophisticated enough to see gameplay that looks questionable and then look further into the player um so he cites uh when a may on your team for example uh ice walls the entire team into the I've done room. that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Not, not yeah. it's, something most, it's something most of us have done, um, usually with friends, <laughs> but of course it does happen uh, in more uh, public kind of settings, and so it is kind of a, <laughs> dare I say, asshole move. Um, but Kaplan says that quote, our highest prior, our, our highest level philosophy is if you are a bad person doing bad things in Overwatch, we don't want you in Overwatch. Overwatch should be an inclusive game space, end quote. Which is certainly a, a noble thing, a noble goal to have. Yeah. I mean, every okay. game should be about fun, not about, you know, violence and who's better than who. Agreed. I mean, competition is great. Yes, yes. A little bit of shit talk is a good time. Mm-hmm. It's just <clears throat> when that turns over into just abuse, then it, it stops being a good Yeah, time. it's the line you don't yeah. cross. But, mm-hmm. but people love to cross that line, and I certainly think that machine learning is a great tool in your arsenal. It is one option that you obviously, like, they wouldn't rely on it completely, it, and it would be a we flag this. Hey, look at these things that are happening, so somebody can look at it immediately, yes, that would, rather would than waiting better. for a report to come in. So, right. so that is good. But some other things. So I read the the article that was linked, and I also read through a whole bunch of other ones. They're like, oh, I have no idea about this. Let me look. One of the <laughs> other things that they're doing is starting to go through proactively seeking out social media and checking up on player behavior there. So but, I mean, if there are videos of you being a shit buck, even if you're not being reported for that, 
potential ban? Question mark. But the thing is, is that crossing the line for Blizzard into like privacy, though? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was gonna oh, say. It wouldn't make sense if they give like um, you know, like the acceptance of terms, like a new one, so people can say accept uh, to link their Facebook accounts. Then I would say understand that's not a breach of privacy because user agrees to it. But if you're just doing it without any kind of notice, right. it's it's kind of like mm, really sketchy there. So this is uh, the um, quote that that Kaplan said. It says, "We are now proactively." And we now proactively seek out social media sites like YouTube, for example, and look for incidents of very toxic behavior and track down accounts that are participating in those actions in those and action them. Oftentimes before anybody's even reported them or they've shown up in any other places. That's just one example of us being proactive that I think is going to make a big difference over time. I mean, it might make a big difference, but that is something they say they're, they're currently doing. Yeah. See, it's kind of, it's kind of a muddy Absolutely. situation because if you're... If you're looking at YouTube, specifically YouTube, then it's already public yeah, and that's it's already different. there. They already <clears throat> YouTube like Twitch. we all we yeah. all find yeah. out. Right. We all find out eventually what you've done and what you <laughs> what you've said. <laughs> um, so so I, th- I I I don't think that necessarily breaches any kind of I mean you're um, making it public so anyone can right. see it and that means anyone including Blizzard. But what I what I do, and this is kind of touchy for me because I do believe that some people shouldn't be saying certain things and doing mm-hmm. certain things. But um, what what I do kind find kind <laughs> what I find kind of annoying is that they're going that far into people's personal lives and accounts to quote combat toxicity. I think that um, the AI thing is a good way of doing things, and I think that uh, to that point, having the uh, backup of a actual human being, the player, sending a report in to coincide with the AI saying, yeah, he did that, he said that, is a good thing, is a good tool. Um, and maybe going so far as to look them up on YouTube or on Twitch if they have it, um, and even maybe looking at their Twitter feed of seeing if they've said something kind of rude in the past. Sure, that's all public. I it's think all using there. social media um, stuff to to support or um, discredit a report is fine to me. So someone's like, oh, this person is, is abusive sure. as all hell. And be like, okay, well, let me just take a look and see what their social media. And it's just tons of them being just like a huge douche. Everyone be like, mm, I suspect that this report is probably accurate. But then having right. having the opposite and, and getting a report from someone who who has no signs of that and using their social media to, to corroborate their their reputation potentially i could see it being used that way one of the other things that they talked about in one of the articles um was possibly finding ways to reward players for being not shitbox so reinforcing yeah. good behavior which i really like isn't it that, as a that is a great idea I like that as well. <clears throat> um so not just mm-hmm. not just punishing you for being bad but just rewarding you for being awesome and so final fantasy 14's commendation system you know is a little example of that being like oh hey like this person where i run in this content and they're being super helpful like cool thank you mm-hmm. get in-game mm-hmm. rewards for that it incentivizes you to be helpful it doesn't matter what your motives are like oh no i'm farming combinations i'm gonna be helpful it's all hell it doesn't matter because you're being helpful and everyone sees it and it starts the ball yes. rolling on on this this kind of interaction with people and being like oh like being helpful oh this person was so helpful and that made a difference to me so i'm gonna be helpful i love that and it's mm-hmm. one of the things i love about 14s community as a whole um as a holdover from 11's community as a whole being really positive generally certainly compared to other mmos by far yes uh definitely (laughs) 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 so i i really like that idea instead of this orwellian no we're gonna stalk you all across the internet and find out what you're doing if it's bad well no no reward people for being good to each other like me (laughs) I'm great in every game I play, and I definitely don't cuss people out. <laughs> That's me being slightly sarcastic, but also I I really don't. I like I don't really I I usually give it back to other players if they give it to me. Like 
I think the other day someone was like, someone on my team was like, Diva, what the hell are you doing? And I just responded, playing. <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah, that's what, what I'm doing. I'm doing I'm my playing best. The game. <laughs> yeah, my best. See, I don't, I don't really concentrate too much on video games anymore just because of the fact that if it's, it's not worth the time to be like so into it. So I just play and I just be myself. And I always like have a fun. Ultimately, time. play for fun. Exactly. They're they're yeah. meant to be fun. Yep. Yep. Correct. <laughs> well, I mean, sometimes it's more fun when you find somebody that you can start trolling. But I mean, uh, it, it depends on how far you take it. <laughs> Bad take. Bad take. <laughs> no, that's the message you're trying to send here, sir. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, trolling people that deserve it. You know, like uh, douchebags, so to speak. Okay, but that take maybe, but I do really enjoy justice. Yes, like, justice, that's what we call it. That's fair. You know what? <laughs> yeah. Okay, fine. Justice. But at the same time, justice is okay. It's so easy for for that behavior <clears throat> to start being used against people who don't deserve it. Yeah. Or you start justifying <clears throat> for it for from like increasingly minor infractions but, to to whatever your moral code yeah, is but i mean it's just it just doesn't like help the fact that you know once somebody does it everybody starts thinking that they can do it too mm-hmm. without anybody realizing logically that you know there's a moral code here there's a reason why you do it to certain people and then you don't do it to certain other people like for specific reasons yeah, because they don't they don't see we your are... reasoning or they don't see the same things that you see Ex- exactly so I'm, I'm definitely pro. We are uh, rapidly. Oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> um, but, All right, let's move on. But 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 I could talk to, forever. Right. This is awesome. <laughs> to all of to all of your points, though, um, there is some more news in regards to uh, what you just said, Rice Patties, about uh, you know people doing things that they think they can do, and then you know everyone's like, oh yeah, I can do that too. Yeah. Um, Twitch has clarified their community guidelines after the recent ninja incident. If you recall, um, the streamer who is named Tyler Blevins um, on in, in real life um, on Twitch, he's known as Ninja. Um, recently said the N word uh, while singing a song while streaming his favorite game, of course, Fortnite. Um, After the incident, a Twitch representative explained that the context and intent are investigated when streamers are reported, uh, especially for hate speech. Um, The guidelines in regard to hate speech states that the Twitch team is always considering, quote, a number of factors uh, to determine the intent and context of any reported hateful conduct. English. English. Um... (laughs) English is um, it is. It is. Um, but to that point, uh, I I said how I felt about this whole thing last week, so I really won't go into it. Um, but there's an easy way to keep Twitch from investigating you when you're reported. Don't say things. <laughs> don't say. Don't say bad words. Don't. Don't say, don't say the hate N speech. word. <laughs> right. The fact that he said it, but it wasn't even in the song. It's just. I get it if you're singing along with the song and you're going word for word, and and that's what. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, don't do that. Um, but I understand how that scenario could happen. It's your favorite song. Mm-hmm. You're just like all in. There is, and you're going in, no and you kind of slip on it. That yeah, I could be singing, happen. like, but there's no circumstance for me as a person because, like, the N word, which I literally will not say, I any under any circumstance, mm-hmm. I Thank just you. I won't. <laughs> and so, if it's in a song, I'm gonna skip it. It's just it's not gonna right. matter if I love the song. I'm gonna skip it. And mm-hmm. as a streamer, you know, you know better. You know better. And then to to yeah, be like, it wasn't, sure. you ad-libbed it into the song. It wasn't even there and you put it in. Like, dude, what are you doing? And so to follow up with being like, oh, you know, we're literally molding and shaping the minds of these kids and we have responsibility to them. Yeah, yeah, you fucking do. And what did you do? You're a dipshit. Mm-hmm. You banned mm-hmm. for it? Yep. I'm not mm-hmm. sure about that. Because I don't think you're a raging racist. Like, I think... Uh, yeah, right. I will... A very bad judgment call. And right. is that worth I will your admit empire that... for? No. 
but do something. I, I, I think I said it last week. I will admit that I I don't like it. I don't like that he did it. I'm, I was fairly upset with him for mm-hmm. doing it. Um, but he he's like the one force for good in a sea of uh, Twitch people. streamers and YouTubers. <laughs> no, not black. Um, he, he's he's a good guy. He is, and I see that he's a good guy, and I see that he fucked up. Everybody um, makes mistakes. I absolutely. I I, as as I, as can, I forgive him. As for, as can, I forgive him for doing it, but I hope that he's learned from it. Um, I hope that, uh, in my personal opinion, if you are able to accidentally say it, that means you've been purposefully saying it behind so closed I, doors. I read through your, so, your Twitter feed regarding exactly the next thing, and I agree 100%. It is not yeah. easy to accidentally say something that you don't normally say. Correct. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. But, so I think that he... I hope that he has learned from this. I feel like uh, a forward. Twitter apology. No, knock it the fuck off. Twitter apology. Fuck you. Like that's nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, the month before, it's like, ooh, I make five hundred thousand dollars a month doing all my social media shit. Good. Put that money somewhere. Show me that you understand mm-hmm. what you did. Show me that you that you're going to be responsible for it, and give me a big old bleeding chunk of money and go put it somewhere that is relevant. Don't just apologize mm-hmm. on Twitter. No. It's definitely, that would definitely be a good gesture. Yeah. And he has done fundraising things and charity things. Like, that is definitely a part of who he is. So show mm-hmm. me that. Show me an apology mm-hmm. that that is more than just some tweets. True. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the most important thing is is it's, it's not a matter of what you fucked up in. As long as you can stand up and take responsibility and pay the consequences for your action that like person's like you know deserves the respect you know what i mean and and his sure. his twitter apology is like oh it was a misunderstanding no fuck you but like yeah i said that yeah i'm a dipshit here's what i'm gonna do to make it better i hate these yeah. half apologies or non-apologies because it puts it on you it's like no no this it's a misunderstanding you didn't understand me i was fine but you didn't understand me and so this is this is technically right. your fault and it's like no that's not how apologies work Apologies are acknowledging that you done fucked up and what you're gonna mm-hmm. do to make that right. And so that uh, part great. is what I what I dislike so far about what I've seen. I understand where Twitch is on their policies, I understand why he's not gonna get banned, and that's that's fine. But I wanna see him punish himself. I think. I think yeah. that would be the responsible thing. If you're if you're focused on instilling good morals in these kids he says then show it to me mm-hmm. yeah <clears throat> I definitely agree there so um, our last bit of hard hitting news on the week of cool town <laughs> Kansas has passed an anti-swatting bill named after Andrew Finch a 28 year old who was shot by police in December after a Los Angeles resident 25 uh, year old Tyler Barris called the police to Finch's home um, if you don't know what swatting is, it's a term that's uh, used often, actually, in gaming culture. Um, it's usually a quote-unquote prank, and I use those quotes like in big italics and bold and everything. Um, usually done to gamers, um, they, they call the police on another gamer to kind of like scare and surprise them. Um, but of but of course, it it, it does more than just that. Um, this has happened to many gamers on stream and is technically already illegal because you're making false claims yeah. to the police. Um, however, under this law in Kansas, anyone making swatting calls that result in death or injury will face a felony charge which can, which can carry a prison sentence of up to 10 to 41 Good. years. I think that's fair. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's more like, than I, I understand <laughs> pranking somebody, you know, but there's ways to go about it. You don't do that something that serious to somebody. Because they come in and they break down the door and they, you know, they get all up in your face and everything. And that's not fair for anybody. I don't want that on my worst enemy. In the current climate of police brutality, the idea of inflicting that upon someone falsely and knowingly is absolutely appalling to me. Because this situation was just waiting to happen. And, and what makes me, like, what kills me about this story 
is Finch wasn't the guy. He was just a yeah. guy. Look yeah. at his yeah, fucking face. He didn't play video games. Like, he yeah, did, he, yeah, he, didn't didn't play games. Yeah, he was just an innocent bystander yeah. because some fucktard was like, haha, I'm gonna do some dumb shit. And he got a guy killed. That is that's yeah. that's mm-hmm. insane. Mm-hmm. It really uh, is. And it's it, it has to be hard on the mother who now has to I mean she she seemed elated that the bill passed, um and that, you know, her son was getting kind of immoral, um, immortalized into this bill. They're using his name for it, um, and she seemed happy that hopefully it would deter people from doing it again. But I th- really think that it shouldn't have happened in the first place. I think that gamers, and I'm talking to some of my fans, if I have fans, <laughs> you um, got fans. <laughs> I'm t- uh, I'm I'm talking to you guys like we have to be better than this. We have to know better than this. Um, I I please don't call the cops to my house. Like that's it's not okay. That's that's, <laughs> that, that's that's like the golden rule, like universal rule. You don't do that to anybody. That is so wrong. It, so it wrong. seems right. like it should be so obvious, and the mm-hmm. fact that it isn't right. is just like oh how far we have fallen. Mm-hmm. This is embarrassing. Yes, but it's. And then we've looking, got we've got to come up as a yeah. Looking more into this too, the, um, it, it's not just the person that you're swatting that it hurts. Clearly, but, you know when something like this happens, the officer that ended up shooting the guy he he's on paid he's on administrative leave because of that. So that's another life that the right. person just ruined there, along with you know the family members. If he even and possibly your own wife, Tyler Barris yeah, is in yep, jail. Exactly. It it did. It's not a good outcome. You hear me, uh, cool cool heads? Yeah. Not a good time. Find something better than swatting the prank, you know, streamer, if you're going to prank somebody. Something that's not Send offensive, me. something that's, you know, simple, and funny. it's funny. You, funny. you don't have to go all out yeah. for something just to get a laugh. Here's what I will say to anyone listening who wants to prank <laughs> me right now. Send, send Glitter to my house. I'll hate you forever. But you can do Wait, that. Send you what? Glitter. There's a glitter bomb. Glitter. Oh. <laughs> I, have, I have several on my Amazon wish list of uh, just penis glitter, and <laughs> that I have just been dying to use on someone. <laughs> see, see, some, some, oh some t- sometimes I get into a little, make, uh, you know, messed up state of mind, and I start thinking about those sugarless Arebo gummy bears on Amazon. No, no. And sometimes I want to buy no. those and just. Start handing them out to people that I don't really like, you know, on a regular basis. I mean, you, you <laughs> still have to eat the full five pounds, I think, before you start. Um, well, I, they, 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 said, I, <laughs> what they, they said a good handful will actually upset your stomach. So, I mean, I'm, I'm okay with that. Uh, <laughs> uh, no more. Someone's gonna send me gummy bears. Just, just, just read the nutritional value uh, in the back. As long as it says there's sugar in it, you're good. <laughs> oh God. Um, so because I don't want to end on this note, um, I'm now going to ask a question of both of you. My listeners enjoy playing video games because this is, of course, a video game-based podcast, and uh, sometimes I like to play video games too, I guess. Um, so... I need recommendations from both of you. What games have you been playing or have you played? It can be old or new. It can be a board game or a video game. Uh, what games are really cool that you want others well, to if, play? Uh, let's start with Rice <laughs> Patty. Since you like Overwatch, I would say Paladins is a game to check out. It's very yes. similar to Overwatch. But they uh, they changed up a little bit. They let you buy these. Uh, I mean, not, not really items, but kind of like passive skills for your character. And they do have different character variations, but they some of them are very similar to uh, Overwatch. Like um, Farah from Overwatch, there's a character called uh, Dragos on Paladins, and I play him a lot. Yes. And he's a lot of fun. They do basically the same thing. It's just his ult's a little lizard guy. Oh yeah, his ult's amazing. Right. He just charges up, just runs at somebody, and just punches them once, and then that's it. It's my favorite thing to do. <laughs> um, other than that, I've been checking out Skyforge, uh, kind of like an MMORPG. I've been enjoying that a little bit here and there. Okay. Yeah, very good. What's what's uh? Tell us a little bit about Skyforge. Oh, um, apparently, what the story is, um, 
you are supposedly these immortals that the more you fight, the more people believe in you, you start to become like deities and gods. And so mm. you're fighting, you're leveling up, you're getting more powers, and as you increase that, you get more followers. And through that, you become more powerful, you become gods, then you're like fighting other gods that are evil, this and that. And you can play with, um, I think, up to three other people in your uh, party. So you can do like little mini dungeons or raids, whatever you want to do. So it's, it's pretty good. Cool. Uh, Nika, a recommendation from you. So, recently I've been playing Nino Kuni 2, so Nino 2. <sighs> uh, what a great Which choice. I have been enjoying <laughs> immensely. Uh, I played through most of the first one, mm-hmm. but I got very bogged down in the I want every monster, and every monster has to be leveled up so I can have the ultimate army of monsters. So, and I just burnt down. I saw it. <laughs> they have definitely streamlined a lot of processes in this game. It is a little easy, mm-hmm. a little lighthearted, mm-hmm. but that feels good sometimes. Yeah. And and there's so many different mechanics, new city building, and your little like actual armies, like RTS style, as well as your like little minions and things like that. It's just it is good, lighthearted fun, and I've been really enjoying it. Oh, On top cool. of that, oh, there's no wait, there's more. Uh, cool. I have three <laughs> so. Oh, wait. <laughs> Monster Hunter, though. Ah, uh, oh, good so game. So right now, or uh, starting yesterday, so starting or starting on on the sixth, they're doing their spring festival. So all of the events they've had since launch are all back in play. So if you didn't get your Wii U costume, mm. now's the time to do it. If you didn't get your Aloy from Horizon, now's the time to do it. Um, lots of, of outfits and, and hairstyles and, and super fun things happening in game right now. So it's a very good time to, to hop back in if you burnt out on it or ran out of content to do. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, I love Monster Hunter though. So, <laughs> I, I mean, I, that's just. I still need I still need to beat Zeno in that game. Zeno is, is not too bad. Uh, Who would you think is the hardest one to kill in Monster Hunter? I honestly, the very first time uh, that you had to encounter the Kushala in in world, a hell of a hard time, which is weird because in, in past games, throw away, but <laughs> and this was actually pretty brutal. I have to admit, so I've been playing Monster Hunter since Monster Hunter, period. Oh, like, wow. and so I am definitely that like jerk itself off like I'm a vet I'm a vet but like, <laughs> like, simply, like if you belong to any community it's it's always people starting and I'm literally like how do you know somebody's a vet in Monster Hunter don't worry they'll tell you yeah hi mm-hmm. um, <laughs> so to me I find that that world overall is is still too easy for me mm. so I don't I don't I, find that anything is really that hard <laughs> but the only difficult thing I've had so far is trying to fight Kieran I always Destroyed on Kirin's a, a shitter, and I think the worst part about it is just that nothing else is like it. So you're right. used to things that are big that you can hit, and he's tiny, he's fast, and he hurts. And and that is definitely definitely a sticking point for a lot of people. I think that is the the quest that takes you over from HR 49 to 50, and a lot of people stop there. Because yeah. it is unlike everything else, and it is very difficult. It is. But I like hard games, so that's that is fun for me. I mean, I, uh, st- and I, ha- I still keep trying. It's just that's the one I'm stuck on right now. What do you What do you play on? Uh, PS4, guys. guys. Cool. Guys. It was like hit me up. Oh yeah. Word word. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Um, and then my last suggestion is because um, I've just been listening to a combination of the Peer and Transistor soundtracks, which is just reminding me how great both of those games uh, are. And so if you have not played either of them, I highly recommend going back. Uh, they're not very long. Um, Pyre didn't take too long for me to get through. Mm-hmm. Cosmic mm-hmm. Basketball, kind of? If you guys aren't familiar with these games, uh, they're by Supergiant Games. And Transistor is just, it's a really good story. And just every time I hear the music for it, it's this amazing bittersweet sense Mm-hmm. That just absolutely kills me, but I love it. But it kills me. Yeah. So if you if you haven't experienced either of those, absolutely go back and do that. They won't take up much of your time. They're usually on sale on the PSN. Do the thing. Great. <laughs> well then, that's it for the weekly cooldown. Thank you for joining me, guys. Thank you for having me. 
Now, where can people find you on the uh, interwebs? Should they wish to find you? Let's start with Nika. So for me, I am Wanderpuss literally everywhere. W-A-N-D-E-R-P-U-S. And Twitch, Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram. Just just look for it. And when you find it, it's me. So, easy peasy. Easy peasy. (laughs) Rice patties, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, if you just go on YouTube and look up uh, my name, Rice Patties 510 at the end, you'll find my channel. Or if on Facebook, you'll find me with the same name. Any game that you play, if you want to find me just to goof around, Rice Patties is always my name in every single game I play. R-I-S, or whoops, R-I-C-P-A-D-D-I-E-S, Rice yes. Patties. Perfect. <laughs> As always, you can find me on Twitter at Commie Gaming. You can find the Weekly Cooldown on its own Twitter at WK Cooldown. You can also find me sometimes on Twitch at uh, Commie Gaming as well. Um, and be sure to check out the Weekly Cooldown website, uh, WKCooldown.com. And check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash weekly cooldown. Guys, give me a dollar. It is not a lot of money. (laughs) (laughs) That is all for the weekly cooldown. I've got to go get some golden bananas. We'll see you next time. Thanks, everybody. Bye.